95.1 The Peak, it's Talk of the Town. I'm John Eaton. John Sandham joins us. And also on the line is a author, motivational speaker, singer-songwriter, and retired NHL superstar, a Stanley Cup champion, and Olympic gold medalist, Theo Fleury. Theo, what an honor to talk to you this morning. How are you? I'm awesome, and I, I love the fact that you put all the good stuff at the beginning. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm great. You know, it's, uh, it's spring in Alberta, and it's golf season, and uh, I, love, uh, I love to play golf, and, uh, you know, so it's a very... Um, you know, because I deal with mental health challenges, you know, almost on a daily basis. And, you know, golf for me is uh, one of the tools I use to, you know, help with, uh, with my mental health issues. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about your work uh, with mental health issues. In fact, that's what's bringing you to Collingwood this Saturday for uh, an event in support of Rock to the Rockies, which is a fundraising campaign to raise some funds for child and youth help at RVH Hospital for Mental Health. You're coming to an event that's called The Power of Me Too. And as I understand it, those words, Me Too, had a lot for you getting into this business of advocating for mental health. Yeah. Um, you know, in, in 2009, when my book came out, uh, you know, I had no idea what the hell I was doing other than... Um, you know, I wanted to tell my story because I wanted to get all this stuff off my chest and, you know, sort of take one last look at it and put it in its rightful place, which was the past. And, you know, and when I, when I went to Toronto for the first book signing, you know, my expectations were, you know, pretty low. I didn't think anybody was going to read the book and, and, you know, I thought I'd show up at this book signing and sign 10 books and go to the next city and sign 10 books. And so I show up at the biggest Indigo chapter store in all of Canada in downtown Toronto on Young Street. And I walk through the front doors of the bookstore and, and uh, you know, there was 400 people standing in line with my wow. book. And I'm like... <laughs> what the hell are all these people doing here, you know? And, you know, um, because I was very apprehensive. I was, I had a lot of fear and I was really scared because I had no idea um, how everybody was going to react to what was in the book. And so I show up at this book signing and, uh, you know, I start signing books and I spot this guy in line. And he's got my book clutched against his chest and his face is buried in the floor. And he's, you know, he's walking really slow. And I was like, hmm, I wonder what's up with, you know, with this guy. So I follow him all the way in the line. He gets to the front of the line, puts the book on the table, looks me in the eye and says, me too. Right? hmm. And, you know, right then and there, you know, I knew you know, the reason why I wrote this book. And, you know, what happened after that was I got completely run over by people everywhere I went, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 people were coming up to me at every book signing and, you know, basically, you know, saying those two words. And and, uh, and what's interesting is, you know, uh, we're 10 years into this. 
now since the first book came out. And, uh, you know, I still get uh, many, many, many uh, people coming up to me and, you know, uttering these two words. And a lot of the people, you know, for the very first time in their life, um, you know, are revealing to me uh, what happened to them. And so, you know, this event on Saturday is, you know, incredibly important. Um, but, you know, it, it is Mental Health Week in, in Canada. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I believe that awareness is at an all-time high. There's no, you know, we're talking about it, we're putting it out there and all that. But on the other side of the coin, we still have the highest suicide rates in the history of our planet, right? So why isn't all this awareness being turned into action and getting people well? And that's the, you know, that's the $10 million question, right? Right. And, you know, I just uh, watched a video uh, from Canadian Mental Health Association, and they mentioned the words, mental health and addiction and they forgot the catalyst which causes mental health and addiction and that is the word trauma because mm. trauma is the catalyst for every mental health issue every addiction issue is trauma and, and I don't understand why you know we haven't um, you know figured that out yet you, you talk about suicide. I mean, you you certainly have a point of view. I mean, you were you were very close to that point. Yeah, for sure. And uh, you know, I think uh, well. And the re- reason why I got to that point was, you know, I tried absolutely everything on the planet, you know, to get rid of this uh, emotional pain that I had been living in, you know, the most of my life, and. You know, I got to a point in my, you know, in my addictions where, you know, I couldn't snort enough cocaine anymore. It wasn't working. I couldn't drink enough. That wasn't working, you know, and, and all that stuff. And so, you know, I got to that point and it wasn't because I, you know, I wanted to die. It was, I was exhausted from the living and emotional pain and suffering. And, you know, I hadn't yet run into, you know, anybody, uh, you know, who talked about, how they had, um, you know, improved their mental health through, you know, sleeping well, eating well, uh, you know, meditation, yoga, exercise, you know, all these things. And so, you know, it wasn't until I got that perspective, which happened, you know, while I was on the book tour that, uh, you know, that I, you know, went on this healing journey and, uh, you know, continue to, to do that. And what's, you know, what's really interesting is, is that, you know, in the 10 years and all the research that I've done, um, you know, two or three sessions with a therapist is not going to cure you. Uh, there is no magic pill on the planet that, you know, gets rid of, uh, you know, your trauma issues, your mental health issues, or your addiction issues. It is a tremendous amount of hard work and, 
and being around people who are, you know, having success. What can people expect from you this Saturday at the Laura Bay Club? Uh, it's a, again, it's called the Power of Me Too. Certainly, to relate some of your story. Does the story change from venue to venue for you? How, how do you compartmentalize it? Well, I've never written a speech in the 10 years that I've been doing this. Mm-hmm. And I just get up there and, uh, you know. And and another thing that we don't talk about in mental health circles is a, is a word called vulnerability. Okay? Mm. So the reason why I'm a very sought-after speaker is because of the way that I present my story. And I use vulnerability to create safety, okay? And once you have safety in the room, you know, that's when the magic of healing happens, is when people feel safe. And what we haven't um, done as a society is we haven't, use the vulnerability enough to create safe spaces where people can heal. And what I've discovered, and really at the end of the day, I think the biggest thing and probably one of the greatest things that works is, you know, community, 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 is you get people in a room, use vulnerability, create safety, and then the magic of healing happens where people start to pop up in front of their peers or whatever it is, and they speak about their trauma experience in a room full of people for the very first time. And then what you see is a change happen within that person in a matter of five or ten minutes. But there are community cultures. I would argue that hockey is certainly one of them where that kind of conversation is not as easy to do. No, exactly. Exactly. And that's why, you know, we have this stigma and this, you know. um, But, you know, I wouldn't single out one entity as being, you know, the culprit for all this. I, I just believe, you know, this is a societal issue. And whether you play professional hockey or you work at a bank, you know, it doesn't really matter. And, and you know, what's really interesting is that, you know, we have this stat out there that one in five Canadians suffer from, you know, mental health. Well, you know, I believe it's five and five. Mm-hmm. I believe all of, all of us at some point. At some level. In our, at some level you know, have depression, have anxiety, you know, have panic disorder, OCD, you know, all of these labels, you know, that we attach to people. And, you know, it creates that wall, you know, uh, where, you know, uh, the movement is slow. And, you know, like I said, with the amount of awareness that we have out there now, you know, I don't see people getting healthy and getting well. And that, you know, and therein lies the, you know, the $10 million question is, you know, why, why is that not happening? Hmm. Theo, as far as your NHL career goes, you played the majority of it in Calgary. And I came across an interesting article a while ago about the Calgary Flames hiring an ex-player, Brian McGratton, 
as the director of player assistance, who, as I understand it, is essentially there as a confidant for players who are struggling with anything. Uh, to you, is this a step in the right direction for the sports world when it comes to mental health? Yes. Yes. You know, I believe that uh, 95% is mental and 5% is ability, right? Hmm. So if everybody can play and what separates greatness from, you know, mediocrity is, you know, mental toughness or mental wellness. So, you know, they basically have absolutely every single thing covered. They eat well, they sleep well, you know, they have nutritionists, uh, strength and conditioning coaches, but they don't have a mental health coach. Right. Mm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and so, uh, but it's because of this, you know, uh, masculinity thing that, you know, you know, we're supposed to be tough and we're not supposed to, you know, have problems and have issues. But, you know, what research is telling us is that, you know, the majority of people struggle, you know, with, with mental health issues or mental health disorders and so you know i don't understand why you know well not only that but i think you know any company should have a you know a mental health person in their company mm -hmm. or you know kids organizations whatever it is because you know what do you think the biggest epidemic on the planet is right now mm -hmm. trauma mental health and addiction yep and they all live in the same house you know, they're not separate entities, you know, they all follow each other, you know? And so, you know, I, like I said, I'm sometimes flabbergasted as to, you know, why, uh, you know, we haven't seen more forward movement in, you know, in getting people well. It sounds like it's going to be some spirited conversation and some fun as well. We've got some live entertainment with Strange Potatoes happening Saturday, May 11th, 5.30 till 9.30. There are still some limited tickets available. Uh, go to the Facebook page. It's The Power of Me Too, or you can go to From the Rock to the Rockies on Facebook as well. All the details are right there. It's happening at Laura Bay Golf Club. Theo Fleury, what a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, thank you for the important work you do, and we look forward to seeing you on Saturday. Awesome. I look forward to it, too. And I'm uh, I'm actually going to play Laura Bay uh, Saturday morning. So I'm uh, I'm excited about that. You're going to uh, love it. It's a great course. Yeah, that's going to be I, a lot I've of been, fun. I've been, I've been uh, Googling it, so I'm uh, I'm really excited. So, Well, thank you for your time with us this morning on Talk of the Town. All right. Thanks, guys. I'll see you uh, Saturday.